0: hey guys welcome to metamorphosis day shower and this is the fourth episode of season two hey 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 ah, you guys are doing this thing we're really doing this thing we're already doing this thing, doing this thing. <laughs> anyways today the topic for today is the diaries of some young married men and i have three really ah uh, what's the word i don't want to I'm, i feel like i always introduce everybody with amazing okay three amazing men <laughs> And I'm hoping by the time I send this recording to their wives, their wives feel the same about the way I feel. Because I've given them warning that this say, I will send it to your wives. And if they have any contrary opinion, you are in trouble. But anyways, I'm just joking. Um, I have three awesome people with me. We're going to really be going deep, 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 deep into, you know, everything and everything about marriage um, from a guy's perspective. So yeah, stick around. Let's dive right into the conversation.
1: Um, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Osajay Kine. I am a husband, a father, an investment. I'm 36 years old. And um, I don't know if that classifies me as a young married man, but I'll take it nowadays because everybody's saying, you know, I'm old. So if anyone wants to classify me young, then <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, nice to meet everyone.
0: You're yeah, bloody young. You're yeah, just 36, <laughs>
1: You're
0: yeah, just 36, bro. All right, Demola, how about you?
2: Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Demola Onokoya. Um, I'm a husband, a father, um, a medical doctor. Um, what else? Um, yeah, we're here to talk about what married life is for the young married man, like Osage has said. Um, <laughs> I will classify as a youth, and I will say that uh, officially I use the age uh, 25. Most people tend to add yesterday <laughs> for those that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know me.
0: All liars. You <laughs> all liars. Please, you people, <laughs> just the liar, don't mind him. He's about 40s. He's going to be 40. Ah! Come wow. Come wow. Come
1: <laughs> he sounds so good. young. <laughs>
2: 25,
0: 25. Stick with it. Okay, we are set. Demola is 25. All right.
3: Now 25 plus 15.
0: Okay, plus 15. All right. Is it? How about you?
3: All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Haziz Shoyombo. I'm a husband. I'm a father as well. I'm also a medical doctor. And um, I'm 32, so I'm the youngest of all the guests. But yeah, we are here to talk about married life, and um, yeah, let's get on with it. Moshe, I like <laughs> that.
0: But now, wait, you, all of you, I'm
2: a father, I'm a husband.
1: doctors. <laughs> I know,
2: please don't be intimidated. Othaki, in my other life, I probably will be an investment banker.
3: I'm, I'm actually going to get your contact so you can tell me how to be an investor. I also went to
1: medical school. Um, i didn't
3: complete my studies. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I love> Allah. <laughs> yeah. away. That sounds it's very suspect. <laughs> no, well, Instead,
0: why did you complete this? What happened?
1: <laughs> I now that "I'm an mm. investment banker," so I can say that I'm a part medical doctor that part smart investment smart. banker. Smart so that way, you can <laughs> even turn this into a medical show.
0: <laughs> Hallelujah, brother! <laughs> Hallelujah! Anyway, what me I was just I was just admiring is the fact that you guys, you know, all of you, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a oh girl, but, so but we cut are so, just so saying, but we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so, so. Okay, let's just dive right into the conversation. So I'm going to start with a fun one. So the first thing I'm going to let you guys do is I want you guys to describe your marriage either using a song or the title of a movie. Or describe the book. Wow. Just use whatever it is to describe what your marriage is right now. Don't lie to <laughs> give, <laughs> us- <laughs> give, us- give us. Give us the right song or the right title of a movie. The right or describe the right book. So I start with the movie.
2: <laughs> uh, please don't stop with me. I'm trying to remember what songs are books.
0: You know, I have a mental block instantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me start with AZ. I can't put Osayi uh, on the notes. to take it. Start
3: uh, uh, show it. now? <laughs> I'm still thinking too.
0: <laughs> what okay. I, did
2: I think I think I, I I would I would okay fine since I actually did get the initial attack. <laughs> I will call it um true love by Two Face using that oh, song. Yeah.
0: Thank you. thank you.
2: Just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please remind us of the song, Demala. Do you want to just sing one or two notes? I, I
2: can't sing. I can't carry a tune.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that it. how about you?
3: Oh, okay. Um, so, as Demala said, yeah. is on then, if it be a we all came to my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah lost <laughs>
0: <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Bust> my brain. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, but, um, so you want me to sing it?
0: Oh, ah, yeah,
3: no, go ahead, bro.
0: Ah,
3: well, well, anytime, oh, no, Oh,
0: Sweet, we give you ten over ten, bro.
1: 10 10.
3: <laughs> how
0: about Sanjay? How about you?
1: Um, okay, so mine would be home alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, um I've been I've been at home for the past 15 months. And uh, my wife has been going to work for the past 15 months. <laughs> so, for the most part, I've been home alone uh, during the, the day. So uh, yeah, so, but so, mean, not at night, so during the day, it's home alone, but at night, is two can play that game. That's where they will
0: see the baller. That's what ah, <laughs> they
1: will not by you, please. I'm here professionally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's yeah. what They will Anyway, please let me focus on my focus before we talk about <laughs> which game we are playing at night. <laughs> at night. So, <laughs> we don't understand. We move. So we move. first question, I'm going to just run you through. Basically, I'm going to ask you questions um, from your like while you guys were dating, just brief, brief questions in that section. And then yeah. ask you about real questions about marriage and then mm-hmm. literally your current state in marriage. So the first yeah. question is in one minute, one minute, one minute. I need you guys to tell me about how you met your wife, um, how you knew she was the one and what your proposal looked like in one minute. I'm starting with Demola. Go, go, go.
2: <laughs> okay, fine. Um, so I met my wife at... Um... A family event. Interestingly, (laughs) weirdly, um, my uncle on my dad's side is cousins with her dad whatever side anyways. uh, So yeah, met her at an event. I'd say that I think it was more fate than anything because I'd seen her walk in and thought, okay, yeah, fine girl. I moved on with my life. And then a couple of friends and cousins were talking about some hot baby in one corner that they were all going to try. And I'm like, what's wrong with you boys? Okay, let me show you how it's done. That's how mm-hmm. I put myself in trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> eight years after we are here. <laughs> um, how did I know she was the one? I think that um, she complimented me and that was very important for me. And um, she also gave me peace from day one she never stressed out and she was really caring. I also found that I could relate easily with her and she sort of understood. um, Well, I don't know if um, AZ's wife is a doctor. My own wife is an accountant's background and she sort Mm -hmm. of blended and understood my medical life straight away where I'm partly not available all the time. So yeah, I think that worked for me.
0: Right. I hope Uh, I do that in a minute. Proposal.
2: Oh, okay. Uh so three years, on the exact day three years, um, I went back to where we met um and did a surprise proposal with family and friends. So this is what <laughs> happened. I'd already booked uh um an event place in Lagos that was going to serenade her with an artist and all that whatnot. And then my cousin decided to have a baby, and the naming was the day before that day. And I wanted it to be on that day. <laughs> so we had to go there, and I thought, you know what? So my cousin felt quite bad that he ruined all my plans. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's see what we can do. And I said, actually, rather than travel back and try and sort things, let's actually try and do it here. So they got the house decorated, ordered cake, got music, got people. And then the proposal went there.
0: Right. Okay. Well done, bro. <laughs> Thank
2: you, sir. Thank you, Matt.
0: <laughs> um, how about this, Next person.
1: Um. Okay. Um. For me, Um. Uh, my best man one of my friends so the i was one of my friends for i was the best man at his wedding we met uh when we joined kpmg together um so his boss had asked him to he had left kpmg then. his boss had asked cv of somebody in kpmg um to hr since he still knew people there so he for me he got the cv but um she hadn't put her grade because kpmg only employs first class or two one on the cv to ask oh what was your grade so that when they ask i can let them know um so she told him and i guess on that cover the conversation they spoke and i don't know what happened but as soon as i finished speaking to her he called me and he said guy i just spoke to one babe she's your spec I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You spoke to one baby. What does she look like? Say he doesn't know. He hasn't met her before. He just had her CV. And we spoke to her on the phone. And from the conversation, he just knew she would be a baby I would like. That he wants to send me a number. I said, don't send me anybody's number. Funny thing, it was Vows Day um, 2016. So he said, <laughs> he's going to send me the baby's number. And I said, don't send me. How can you send me a baby's number on Vows Day? I was already entering Walla from day one. He <laughs> sent me the number. And, you know, I just ignored it. Um, so that night I was just jesting one of my friends that imagine, oh, you know, see what, what you did, blah, 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 blah. And my friend was like, you just call the babe now, you never know. So I ended up calling her that February 14, 2016. And, um, it was actually a very easy conversation. Like, you know, it, it, to her, she was even shocked sure because like, she doesn't know the Kwoju as well. So when I said, you gave me your number, she didn't even know what I was talking about because she <laughs> had only spoken to him for the first time that day. Um, but it was a very easy conversation, and we went out on a date like uh the week after, uh, and I had to travel for work. So I traveled for work on March 8th, and I was gone for about three months. But for those 32, three 32, months, 32, we 32, spoke 72. every day. 31, oh, wow. No problem. For those three months, we spoke we spoke every day. And when I got back to Lagos, I just, you know, it's the the feelings I had, I guess, you know, I just thought this person is like the one that is going to make me cross that line from singleness to marriedom. And I decided to give it a go. We started dating uh, December 16th. I proposed wow. um, flowers, balloons, all of that. Um, and yeah, August 25th, we got married. I did know she was the one uh family i'm a very family guy um the way she just blended into my family you come in you never know that um it's it's who the stranger is or who who um who the stranger is i mean everybody just looks like you know as one big happy family and for me that was very important um, and i just thought you know you have to you have to just see it now because you don't see this very often
0: okay <laughs> Anyways, how long did you date for, like um, How long did you guys date for?
1: Um, it was about. I would say so. From the day we met to the day we got married it was about uh, two and a half years. Um, okay. so from February 2016 to uh, August
0: 2018. Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you. God bless, Devola. How long did you guys date?
2: Uh, So, by the time I was getting married, we'd been together for three and a half years. And then I'd met her, say, about three, four months before we started dating.
0: Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, AZ, AZ, you're meant to top this game. Finish in 50 seconds. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Why does yeah, this? That's, no. that's,
3: that's a very <laughs> difficult task. And you know, there were. Um, okay. Anyways, um, I met my wife in school. I mean, when we were in undergrad level. So oh. I an admission. Yeah, so it's a very long, because we didn't get married until was 13 years after that.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> <That's good> <laughs> <of> <laughs> anyway.
3: <laughs> anyway, but you know, I mean, that was, so So basically, um, I had done uh, a pre-degree program in the school, and then she was coming in as a fresh jambite, and and um, someone was saying, ah, there's a medical student, he saw somewhere, and uh, who was looking lost uh. Possibly, did not help? Can you help? I said, "Oh, uh, why not?" And then I met her, then introduced myself, and somehow, somewhere, you know what? I mean, I don't know if it was love at first sight, but I just felt there was something different about this person. And then we started chatting, started talking, and she, of course, she was not ready. Actually, is it toasted? Actually, toasted her at another level. But <laughs> but you know, it was a Buddha. complete no. Was a Buddha. complete no no at that point it was a terrible no i felt really bad you know and all of that and then i had to re-strategize you know and then the, the strategy took me to being friends with her and then we were friends for a very long time and then i think six years down the line when i was oh, in wow. 600 level then we started dating officially like okay now let's start something and then um I mean, the, the, the story is very long, so I can't start saying yeah. it in 50, in 50 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but the summary is that in uh, 2019 on her birthday, then, you know, I just organized. I said, we we're going out, and it was just a surprise uh, birthday uh, for her, and then I proposed there and then, and, you know, that's a story. Comp- I mean, almost everybody in my class knew the story. Sherwa, do you know the story? Actually, almost I don't,
0: that- but that's okay. That's all don't. right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right
0: <laughs> that's okay okay so your is that we can't question your commitment to that marriage because okay moving to the next question basically i just want to ask you guys about um if there was any family disagreement as to your choice of spouse before marriage and how you dealt with the that if it is if it's not if you didn't have that let's just move anybody have that experience no, oh, I don't. No, okay. Yeah, okay. No, smoke safe. Now all of you married <laughs> angels that like your family members just took hand and just hugged them. Yeah. Welcome In to fact, you. internal, external,
2: got everything. <laughs> I'd say that um, for me, I, I was at a point where fairly my folks were like, bros, bring somebody we'll home. take
0: anybody right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And I think my father had made his face that this boy, his Wakawaka, like, waka waka, he will still bring going home for us. So I think it was a pleasant surprise for him that I actually brought uh, someone of the same tribe.
0: <laughs> okay, how about wedding during wedding planning? Was there any... Oh, dear. <laughs> was, was there any clash, any significant one that you can remember that you feel like, okay, this is just worthy? Anyone, if anybody had it, quickly job. No. I wouldn't
2: say it was a clash I think it was just um, as with all weddings it's Mm -hmm. um, different sides and understanding and expectations from different parties but I think um, I made it clear enough from the one and thankfully I was in a position or I felt I was comfortable enough to pull rank and say it is my wedding or it is our wedding Mm
0: -hmm. and we
2: will call the shots on some things and so when either side, especially with the parentals, felt, oh, no, this is what we're going to like, no, I'm not allowing that. This is what I want us to do. If you guys want to remarry, go and remarry or renew your vows. <laughs> but this is my wedding. You're not hijacking it. And so, of course, there were the silly little things looking back now that, you know, you get pissed about and You say, no, my father-in-law said this. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you just find a melting point and mm-hmm. then you just decide where. To go from there
0: yeah and i think that was because you were able to put your feet down and because yes. both of you were in agreement so Yes, the, oh. the, issues, the issues were not majorly between both of you but between no. both of you and the parents so to, to be honest, honest i'd say that
2: i literally said to my then fiance and our wife after i proposed we had like a proper meeting day two after proposal like obviously we're <laughs> heading towards marriage now let us decide that we are aligning our path And discussions so that we present a united front. So we actually sat down. We knew we talked about everything we wanted when we wanted to get married, what we wanted wedding to look like, um, what the family was going to look like, and all that. And so Mm -hmm. I think to a certain extent, it made it easy because, um, my wife comes from a Muslim background, okay, I come from a strongly Christian background, (laughs) is a deaconess pastor in her church, too. So her dad is the only muslim left in the family so to a certain extent i knew there was going to be a bit of a clash of religion yeah but interestingly after lots of prayers baba was actually quite nice i know that well if this is what you guys (laughs) want to do i said don't worry we want you with
0: jesus
2: (laughs) so and it didn't go but like you said yes it helped that we had a united front we had a decision set from the outset and then it was able to we were able to
1: push that
0: all right, that's good. How about, how about anybody else this question, or we just pass? No,
1: no, no. Okay, Nah, no. no, thank you, Tanya. Yeah. What did you say? No, no, I think I don't think there was any any. Ten was. Uh, I think it helps when you um say plan ahead when you have okay. that um Light understanding up, between you two. Right. What you want to do you know, and we had already decided that, you know what, if anybody, so if the issue comes from any side of the family, whoever is from that side of the family just nips it in the bud and deals with it by, as in, so if it's my family that had something, I'm the one that says, no, this is how we are going. If our family had something, she's the one that says, this is how we are going, you know? Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. So
1: that way it was easy to, Yeah.
0: Okay, next question is basically about premarital counselling. Did you guys actually do premarital counselling? How was it for you? Let me start with is it?
3: <laughs> Um, Well, yeah, we had premarital counselling. So basically, um, I was going to be travelling then. And then, um, so we had to organise something. So I, we organised something with uh, my pastors at home. And then it was like a one-day marathon kind of um, lecture and, and they were saying so many things and to be fair to be fair you know after I, maybe maybe i remember one or two things that were said but most of the other things i really could not remember after we left the meeting but we sort of marked that register so we did that and then, uh, <laughs> And then, you know, when it was, so after, so I had to come back, you know, I had to travel back to Nigeria for the wedding and all of that. And then, uh, you know, marriages had done with, um, in the wife's church or the parent I mean, the wife's parents' church. So, um so the pastor insisted, no, 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 you guys must do counseling and all of that. Oh, can we do it over the uh, social media, WhatsApp or something like that? Said, no, it must be face to face, face to face mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I had to get, I, I go back home, and then within one week, I had to do so many things. So, Tuesday, or one day was meant for the counseling. So, I traveled all the way down from Open State to Lagos, and we were supposed to have the meeting, say, I think it was 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and then have about four hours marathon, another marathon, pre of counseling. And then there was this heavy traffic on Lagos, Ibada Express, expressway all the way down to Isolo. and from... I left my house that day around 8 a.m. And I, we couldn't get there. So I picked my then-fiancé, now-wife, um at Ogudu uh, around 3 p.m. And then we couldn't get to the salon until, say, 8 p.m. at night. Wow. it was Yes, it was, it was really, really bad. So by the time we got there, the pastor was already tired. So the pastor just said, someone should do the pre counseling. And then, you know, the brother... So, you know, took us through important things really. I mean, told us about important importance of unity. I mean, these were things we sort of, you know, already we've learned and stuff like that. But it sort of reiterated everything again and um how we should handle our account. I know all these things that um they teach in premarital counseling. I mean, it was helpful. We still I mean, we are still using some of those lessons. But I think they were not completely new, really, to be fair there were things that we've heard from singles and marriage summits and all of those things we used to go in school there but yeah to answer the question we had that and uh, so it was not the i don't know how people used to have it but i know that uh, on i mean normally people would probably have it over two three weeks or thereabouts. it wasn't like that so it was i passed on my rice just take it one gig swallow it like that
0: all right, yeah. You see, you see how COVID humbled all these pastors now. Now, to me, everything <laughs> is over. <laughs> it's over Zoom. Now they are more that will embracing. let's just do it over. You see, Jesus' wisdom is more than wisdom man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. anyway, okay, so literally, is it what you, you are saying is that oh, you are really bankacor? that's all that's
2: all you, just, you know, like he had one or
3: two he said he had one or two Don't yeah, two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean the first one the first one was i was very busy preparing to travel and all of those things but you know they just insisted no 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 ah eh, le lol, oh, le lol, like she is very important ah you know people will come back later with things they should have learned before marriage and stuff like that so so it was very important. I mean, not that I didn't know that it was important, but I, I feel that, that many of those things really is what you would have been learning even be, way before then. So sometimes all those uh, hyper, you know, acute phase, oh, let's make sure you get all these things now. I don't know, but my experience was I couldn't pick everything, but they were not new, if you get what I mean. So right. there were things that I've heard, I've learned one way or the other, and we've read in books. I mean, maybe the practicality is what you now experience in marriage itself, but, I mean, the lesson, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was sort of not, it was hyper-summarized for me. and I learned one or two, maybe especially about um, uh, account, I mean, how to handle your account, uh, do you want to have a separate account, uh, your investment, and all of those things. I really learned about that. Every other thing, mm, mm, I really cannot remember. Okay, then they talked about okay.
0: How about this Do How about you, yeah.
1: anyway? Um, so for me, yes, we did um do six weeks counseling at our church, uh, CCC, not the Celestial Church of Christ. I have to crash so, that. I'm
0: sorry,
1: Osage, oh, please. <laughs> because that just brought back very, very serious memories. <laughs> so I've never screwed it. <laughs> so
2: um I worked in Alberta for a while um, when I first started working. Yeah. And I remember meeting this babe. And she, you know, we got talking and she was like, <clears throat> Yeah, church and all that. I'm like, Oh, what you're doing And she was like, CCC. And I swear to God, Covenant Christian Center has Lagos boy. Yeah. Turns out that it was a celestial church.
0: <laughs>
2: I did not see that coming. So I went to say hello at her place and I saw all the fractions <laughs> and I was
0: like, oh, <laughs> we exactly. without, without shoes. So no, that brought is to go ahead.
1: Yeah, so we did six weeks um, there. Um, and um, I think there was like we had to go in person, but there was a weekend weekend where her she was a chip breast made on on someone's train, and that's mm-hmm. well, one of the Saturdays was for our counseling. And you know, we had told the, the pastor the week before, and Pastor was like, No, she has to come. And we were like, oh, So we ended God. up okay. lying that it was her sister getting married. I'll
0: let them know that you people we were lying to them, I'll play it for them.
1: Well, <laughs> it'll be all right. So yeah. I know the pastor, so. <laughs> <laughs> So they said that that's fine, That's okay, so I came and, you know, the plan was I would go and join her there after the, I will go and join her at the wedding after the counseling. And so I attended alone. loan. Um, I think it was the third week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we did for six weeks. I think it was back then 9 to 12 or 9 to 1, I can't remember, Um, for six weeks straight. And then we had, like, a graduation party at uh, one restaurant in Ikeja. Oh wow. Uh-huh. But you I you mean uh, respect to, to... <laughs> what do you say?
0: I say you gotta respect my church. We've gave you dinner again. Uh-uh.
1: Not really, because not everybody in my class got married. Some people ended after the <laughs> after the counseling session. So I'm gonna say your pass rate is not hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is good, which is a good sign, Osage. which is actually yeah. a good sign.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> I agree. I yeah, said so fair enough.
0: How about you? Um, um, pre-counseling? Pre-marital um,
2: counseling? Honest version or modified version?
0: Honest version. This place will speak the truth. No, no, no.
2: Yeah, to be fair. Just kidding. Um, I was already not in Nigeria. Uh, so I think I made it quite clear that it was not going to be possible to come down in person for all of it. And uh, well, Shewa knows me. I I can be quite vocal. So I did I remember saying to the priest that we're we about to become one, we are one. My wife will come, don't worry. She will relay the information to me. Which probably was not properly relayed half the time. But I think I remember saying that what I was gonna do is I was gonna schedule my flight a couple of days earlier so that I could actually come in, then do one or two days and then and that's what I literally did. I did two days of that and it was quite a few hours, sort of like a marathon, like um Az has said. Um, I did try to pick up quite a lot of the thing is I think with time you get these experiences from friends colleagues and all that so a lot of it was yeah. what you heard or you knew or so it wasn't anything particularly new right and um, uh I, I must say I tell my wife kudos to her all the time because she stuck by I think for us it was 13 weeks or something ridiculous and she went wow. every weekend yeah. but, I, I was like, oh, my man. I'm sure if I was there, we wouldn't have survived that. <laughs> <laughs> because I <would> have <laughs> and She went. And um, my family was quite supportive because what we then did was she would come to my parents' place on Saturday and then they drop her off there and then she will pass the night onto Sunday and then go back to her dad's. So, but yeah, so I did just two sessions to be honest. And, they try, and say, <laughs> <laughs> they try to organize one for me here. Committed to your marriage. What do you mean? We are all committed to this hostel. They try to organize one for me here. Go talk with um a priest here, and I said, Baba, say we're here to host and make palms. So your time is not <laughs> <in my> That's <laughs> the only honest version of the notes
1: so, because at times they, they,
2: they ask to, for us to meet at the time, and I'm either doing nights or I've just finished post nights. And I'm like, Man, this I'm not hearing anything, I want to sleep. I want to go and hustle. I'm like, Jesus,
0: that's the kingdom of God. We already <laughs> have
2: God's kingdom with us,
0: <laughs> <laughs> He has oh, a better. <laughs> they created an opportunity for you where you are you were still giving an excuse they were like I no i wasn't giving excuses the thing is
2: as i'm I'm sure you know the practicality of being here versus being in nigeria is very different i mean i can't tell my boss uh, sorry i have uh 40 minutes to go and quickly do counseling and be back to see the next patient i think i'm about to do my job and i know that god did not want me to go back to nigeria at that time jobless and uh,
1: paperless <laughs> And if you had lost your job, you'd have lost your then fiance. I, 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 I oh, bro, God bless you. <laughs> you
0: go. And I've that. Wait. So like I to hold you. Down, dear. That's <laughs> Let's dive right into that conversation. So, what do you mean? that his fiance would have not married him if he didn't have the job or didn't have the money. What exactly are you trying to say?
3: Hmm. Stuff.
1: <laughs> <Tough. laughs> something we would have never, never known. We took some action because <laughs> it ended up in them <laughs> getting married. Mm.
0: Yep. I have no words for you people. I move <laughs> <on>. Wisdom. <laughs> I move on to the next question. Now we're going into like early years of marriage. So, um, first question I have in this section is basically um about your expectations, the expectations you had before you got into marriage, especially from maybe what you saw from your own family experience, and what were your shock shock moments like? Buzz goes, Wait, hey, wow! Oh, I didn't know this." <laughs> I didn't know this was not going to happen I didn't know this was going to happen anyways just basically take us through like your the expectations you had and if they were met or if you were met with a root shock let me start with um Usagi
1: um okay so for me basically the truth is I don't think anybody really ever or they never really prepare um guys for for marriage um in the sense that nobody, most young guys, when they are when they are growing up, is really all about you know status or trying to make sure that they can provide first for mm-hmm. themselves and then for whatever comes along, right? Mm-hmm. And then for most young girls, it's all about okay, how will you build a good home or how you're going mm-hmm. to take care of children and your husband? And luckily for me, and which I now realize getting older is not the same for everybody. I mm-hmm. grew up in a house where I never argued once. Now, it may be they argued, but they never did it in front of the children. Every mm-hmm. day till today, growing up, I know my parents kiss each other once they are in a room together. That's mm-hmm. from as young as I remember, four years old, five years old, till yesterday. If my dad walks into a room and my mom is there, he goes to kiss her to anybody else. And it was something oh, that... I would do in my own marriage, right? In that I. Things that you want, I'm trying to replicate it. Now, mm-hmm. if you want to add other stuff to it, that's also on you. But it was really more of a life education as opposed to, you know, saying, okay, this is what I expect. I saw that growing up in my own marriage as well. And by God's grace, and luckily for me, so far, I've been able to implement those things I saw, things I've, I've, mm. I saw in other people's marriages or other friends or other elder couples that I didn't want. I tried as much as possible to ensure that, okay, those things don't come into play. Of course, everybody's situation. You don't know how you're going to deal with it until it's your turn. Um, um, but I have my own mantra that I try to live by every day. I have my own principles. And, you know, and, you know, as long as, long as you have the intention, as long as, as, you know, the love is there, you know, it's... it's those things that as it comes along, you learn how to deal with it. There's no right or wrong way. Right. Some people have to start out of the room for two hours, you know, to make sure the marriage works. Some people have to stay there. You know, you have to find what works for you guys and, and implement that.
0: Right. And can I just ask, um, Sergei, So um, I like what you shared about like the life examples you had was like literally was the background for how you, build, you, you are building your marriage. But I want to ask for like the differences since yours was really based on life examples, the things that maybe you saw your mom do that when you came into marriage, because I want to believe that it's not, your wife cannot be an exact replica of your mom. Yeah. So for maybe sure. things that you had, subconsciously conditioned yourself to see you know through maybe what your mom used to do and then you got into marriage and maybe your wife was not meeting some particular things were you would you say honestly would you say that you were open to knowing that there will be differences or there was still a bit of a rude shock as to some aspects that you had seen your mom do and you didn't see in your wife
1: um so for me i mean the so it's not really entirely of course it's not just everything at home that you take and into your own home, right? Um, but mm-hmm. oh, my mom's. Um, um, and of course, 1980 1982 and 2021 two 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 one two are true two women values. Um, I'm the kind of person that that's when I was living alone, I cook all the time. When I got married, I didn't expect that to stop. Right, I still cook too today. That's just right. me. I enjoy enjoying the kitchen. There are things my wife doesn't like doing that I don't mind doing, you know. So right. if you come to my house now and I'm the one that does the ironing, I'm the one that the machine, the one that does the laundry, and I don't mind enjoying so. Since I, I, I get it less, so I do it right. I'm not, I didn't bring right. the whole okay. The man is the one that could just go like now. For instance, like I said, I've been at home for the past 15 months, he's the one that goes to work every day. So, for a while, I mean, before we go, nanny, I'm the one that takes care of the child. I'm the one I'll taking my daughter to the <laughs> last four times, and I get to the hospital every month or whenever the immunization and the doctor do the nurse says, Oh, where's the mother? Why are you the one bringing her? And I'm like, uh, the mother goes to work. I'm the one at home, you know. Or the doctor wants to ask a question. I'm like, do you want to call your wife? I'm like, I tell you, I don't know the answer. <laughs> you know, That's so right. things like that, you know. I don't, I I, I, knew I went to give birth. I, I took a holiday. I was I was with her for like six weeks. And people kept saying, mm-hmm. why are you spending your holiday there? And I said, it's also my child, you know. So I think <laughs> it's where well, we have to try and break that um, cycle of, the men is just the provider, the men are just the providers. You know, mm. the women are supposed to take care of the home. Because the truth is, it's a joint venture, right? There are right. times when she's so tired. And and, and and to be honest, um yes, it will still most times to come because she's the primary caregiver. I mean, even in the hospital, it was her name, they, they wrote down the hospital, but they said the mother is the owner of the child, you know. <laughs> the, the father was just a contributor. was a contributor, a you know? don't know. <laughs> and, yeah, so for me, I mean, in 2021, in as much as you want to say, there are things that we know, there are things that the father is responsible for, and then there are mm. things that we know that the mother is always going to ultimately take care of, but there's going to be compromise. I've, I don't think, nothing has come up yet where... We're like, oh, this is a, a we need to make it, that's okay, fine, I'll compromise and do this, and you compromise and do that. And I think that's what's important, that communication and knowing that you're not you're not being less of a man or less of the husband or head of the family if you do this.
0: Right, right and really osage is this scenario that you just talked about and you just talked about it like say it's just <laughs> it's just random mm. this is a lot of this is a lot of wisdom work a lot of intentionality work a lot of subconscious conditioning work that you have mm-hmm. done on yourself because this is not this is not the high percentage of what we hear outside People mm-hmm. have literally been subconsciously conditioned to believe that there are certain stereotypic jobs or st- certain things or roles yeah. that the father has to take or the husband has to take, and all of that. And the reason why you're probably your expectations yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The reason why you did not have that yeah, um, amazing, yeah. that expectation gap or whatever was basically because you had done the work.
3: You mm-hmm. had done
0: the work on your mind. You had done the work on your on the things you were open literally and you knew that this was partnership sure. which is good really so many things to so actually learn from the things you said. Let me um hear from Dimola.
2: Right. Okay. Um so that we don't drag time has pretty much described what I feel is my life. I think he was looking into my marriage and my <laughs> premarital state to describe. So I grew right. up and I think it's very important actually. And I remember my father used to say it and I sort of used to be a bit dismissal. But I grew up in an, environmental, in an environment where I never did... I don't recall seeing my parents argue or fight or, you know, stuff like that.
3: I've right. never seen
2: my father raise his hands up to a woman, so I didn't even think it was it's something to ever consider. Like, I mean, fine, there are yes. moments we could figure out that, oh, okay, he's upset or something, but I didn't physically see that um, problem or that gap between them.
0: Right. And
2: I've always been a bit of a rebel in the sense that, I've always um, questioned things. I've always been known to be very liberal. I've always been, and that's why they've always said I was going to bring a white woman home because of my mentality. And one of the things I would classically challenge was things like, I know that this is what tradition says and I'm not going against tradition, but I just want us to understand because it's a patriarchal system that is very unfair to the average girl child. And so trying to understand why. And so for me, it, Didn't make 100% sense that I'd see um, a woman, I I could even say my mom, um, go to work. She was very academic-like and very, you know, hardworking as a pharmacist. Mm -hmm. And then come back from work and still come in and have to make the meal and then prepare everything for the next day. And, you know, and it seemed all right, you know, even if my father got in early, you know, to Mm -hmm. wait for her to cook. Now, my father wasn't a bad man. He could cook. Mm Mm-hmm. He, I remember days that he cooked for us, but I think it was just that stereotypical thing for their generation. Right. Where, uh, don't let me be seen as less of a man. Don't let me mm. be seen as a sissy. Other right. that my wife is now in charge of the home, if you see what I mean. And right. so um, I think from early on, I'd already made up my mind that I don't necessarily want to do this in my home because like Osage said, there are things you take across and there are things you leave. Right. So I, I saw the affection, yeah. I saw the love. Everyone calls them and they got my mom Ruth, Boko Kude. She's always with us and they're always trampling. Everyone who's not my parents, know they're always together. They've been, I mean, they've been together for more than 40 years now. Um, so but I, I was very intentional and I like what she was said earlier, because once you get that into your marriage, it's it's a different time, it's a different era. Now I know that some girls go above board in trying to prove points. But I think communication is key. And once you have an understanding... So, for instance, I tell people from day one, after I got involved with my wife, I knew she wasn't an early riser. She likes to sleep. They call her sleeping beauty in her family. I'm quite the opposite. By six, even when I'm on holiday, I'm up. All right. I love cooking. I've always been in the kitchen. It's my thing. I mean, I, before I got married, I lived on my own for about 15 years, give or take. So I've always known how to care for myself and do my things. And mm-hmm. I remember that that was the first crux of issue after we got married because I was so used to being very independent. It was a struggle to let her do things because I, I mean, I get in the kitchen in the morning, I've already cleaned, I've started cooking, I've done this, I've done that. And I'm not so much of a food person. So that day, yeah, I remember my wife, you said, oh, do you think I'm not taking care of you? Do you think I'm suffering you? Please, this month. Don't put them in trouble. And I'm like, what did they Let them come and meet me. And, you know, so things like that. I had people that come over to stay in my place when we were living in London on holiday. And I literally tell them, please, my my wife is not getting up to cook for anybody first thing in the morning. She's made food. It's in the fridge. There's the microwave. And there's bread. And if you need anything, come and tell me. I'm here. Don't assume that because, right. you know, she's a Nigerian wife. She has to mm-hmm. get up and, you know, make you overly comfortable. I mean, she's put everything in place. But I, I don't believe in sacrificing her comfort completely just to please culture and tradition.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, again, it boils down to your ability to stand up as a man and challenge these norms. So, like Osage said, I remember that I was the one in charge of lunch, I was the one in charge of being. Yeah. We laugh today in my house, and the one who cooks the beans and the asaro and the things. I know the one that is <laughs> the, the one that as if we know, we these ourselves. There will be days we just say, I feel like eating your stew. Let's go. <laughs> I I don't work. For, I don't work every day of the week. Um, I work for days right. in the week, and the days I'm not working, I've got my kid with me, so I'm literally the one sitting because I said there's no point sending her to school to go and pay money, and the one doing the cooking and stuff. So at the end of the day, I think there's a slight shift, you know, in the there's a paradigm shift in the way yeah. that used to
3: go, but it's not
2: like you said rightly, Shewa, It's not everyone that's caught caught on with this. I remember one morning, my father-in-law had wrong. Um, it was a video call, and yeah. I was talking to my wife on the phone, and um, my my kid was in her own bathroom, and I was taking a bath, and he goes, oh, where's uh, your husband? And my wife is like, oh, he's taking, you know, a daughter's bath, and I could hear the man ranting,
0: <laughs> like, what kind of rubbish is that? Is that what we trained you to do? What kind of video is this? How can your husband be taking and You're lying down in bed, and I'm thinking, sir, why are you stressed
2: now? we <laughs> would doing it. I'm not complaining. But it shows their yeah. thought so, pattern. And I could see Bye. he was not comfortable. He actually asked to get off the food because he wasn't comfortable. Because for them, that's not how they grew up. That's not how mm-hmm. they were wired. They were wired to think, well, as the man of the home. You sit and sit back and everything, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> comes to you. I mean, days my wife will come and say, well, and I'm like, see, don't even bother cooking, don't stress yourself. You're tired. I don't want to eat. Let's have tea and go to bed. And you know, she's quite worried. And I'm like, see, don't stress. I'm not complaining. I'm not from that mindset of oh, you're a bad wife because. You know you didn't do this So, like osaki said it's a joint venture we're in this together mm. so whatever yeah. i can do to help is very important because i mean at the end of the day this is what would help the marriage last longer because it's yeah. partnership isn't it i know that mm. the rules are defined yes we're more likely to be providers and leaders but the buck doesn't stop there doing a bit more at home and i'm quite family oriented doing a bit more at home helps to create that bond and you realize you spend time together we go on daily walks every day for almost an hour, and I realized that you know it's time that we chat up, just do what married people call proper. Because I can promise right. you, married couple, that was, what? <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of so you know it's and it's time that you enjoy together. And I believe that that makes more sense than you know. I just crossed my leg and they brought that, uh, Daddy, your food is ready. You then is possible. Right. Lose, I mean, I'm 25. I can't be forming daddy like that. <laughs> <I
0: didn't feel laughs> I, you, know, you know the funniest, the funniest thing from listening to you and listening to Damola, like, I feel like even aside the old oh, like this subconscious conditioning and the things that our generation may have been exposed to our, from our parents, I feel like mm-hmm. also it boils down to the kind of person, kind of human being you are. Yeah. Just yeah. as a person, yeah. because I realized that. It's easy for people to want to sit back on that subconscious conditioning chair mm-hmm, and ask mm-hmm. as in they are blind to it because it benefits them. And if you are not a very you are not a you are not a normal human being that is considerate, you mm. will stick to it because yeah. that, yeah. So I realized that even aside your intentionality and everything, it's also about the kind of human being you guys are, naturally. Yeah. Because yeah. if you are if you are not a considerate, kind human being you will not want to unlearn some things because mm. it benefits you. Like they say, when power when whatever is in is, in, is beneficial to the other party, if you're acting to not see, it's because it's benefiting you. It's because you know that it's, it's still paying you off to cross your legs. So you act as yeah. if you're not saying that, oh, there's a patriarchy or anything. You're not seeing mm-hmm. it. So you're not acting as if, oh, wow, it really exists. Oh my gosh, it does. I didn't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember something Osage said. I'm pretty much like him. I was off work for six weeks now anyone who knows how the uk medical system works can try and imagine what that meant it meant Uh i had paid leave for two weeks and then i was unpaid for a month Uh but for me one we didn't have any of our parents around at that time to support um and like i said my wife was a first-time mom i I, thankfully i'm a doctor pediatrics is my forte so i worked with kids i've taken care of my cousin's kids and stuff I mean, I literally bathed my daughter for the first six weeks. My wife did. She still says it till today that she doesn't record doing anything in that period. She just used to so observe, literally. And I remember yeah. my mother-in-law coming and, you know, she wanted to do a lot. And my wife was like, oh, I don't know. When she asked for this, she'd be like, I don't know how to has been there. And she's like, ah, ha. And I'm like, I know, for me, it's not a big deal because at the end of the day, this is us together. It's our thing. Yeah. And so even if you can't do it, if I feel comfortable doing it, then, you know, it's more than fair that I'm able to. And so, yes, if if only people could think along those lines, but like Shewa has rightly said, even when people know, I know people that will say that, why do you spend time sitting at home on your day off with your child? You can get a nanny and go and work. And I'm like, well, there's a reason I chose not to do that because I really want to spend time at home with my family. It probably will pay me more to go and work and pay a nanny to sit down at home, which is true, but I don't believe in, not been involved with my family personally.
0: Right. Right. So mm. good. How about is it is it? I feel yeah. like the really, all of them are very exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, they've actually said a lot actually. I mean mm. I don't want to reiterate everything they've said. But um I'm just going to say one other aspect that I mean where my own experience is different. All the cooking beats and everything is essentially the same thing. So I mean I cook my wife cook. Most of the time we are in the kitchen together, if she's making a bar, making steel, or the other way around, you know. So that's right. basically about the cooking. But in terms of what um, you know, we what I saw growing up from my parents, it is a bit right. I mean, slightly different. Um okay. like my, my parent at some point in their marriage was really it was really, I mean, was really tough. Right. So 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 my parents basically were, I mean, virtually almost every day at a particular point in their marriage they were arguing you know right. they would argue and they would hug you and then at some point i would say ah, mommy should just you know like you just <laughs> keep quiet like don't mm-hmm. talk again because i would feel like ah my dad has had enough already like ah, ah this is too much how can you say all of this and all of that but there was one thing that they did and i think they did correctly so you would see my parents, they would argue all through, you know, through the night. As as soon as they got back from work, like, I don't know where the argument would come from. They would just start arguing. At least most nights, you know. And I'd be like, oh, gosh. But the next morning, you see both of them on their bed. And then they are talking and then they are laughing. You know, and that transition, I never understood it. I'd be like, ah. You know, <laughs> like, see these people as if you, you would, you know, it was so much that you would think that, one day my dad is just going to get very angry and then he's, he's just going to give my mom blow or something like that. It was it was that hot. And as all of that was going on, he never actually raised his hand to, you know, they never fought. But all the argument and, I mean, I said that people will be hearing around. No family member ever came to say, ah, and all of those things. They, would, they found they found a way to settle it. And I'm saying overnight, the next morning. And I always say this story. Uh, I remember telling my wife several, I've, I've told her several times. And so when, you know, when I noticed that uh, my wife, I would say, no, we have to say it here. and Yeah, now we must say it and we must, you know, trash it out. Because that was what I learned. So they, they were arguing a lot, but the next morning. Everything has been settled and it will be achieved, nothing happened. And you'll be, mm-hmm. you'll be like, so it was always, uh, some, some, sometimes I still feel I will ask them that, how were they able to you know, to manage that? But that was what I saw growing up until much later when things became, you know, that time I think it was more financial stuff. So it mm-hmm. was really tough. So, uh, but along the line, things got better and then all those arguments stopped. But those times where I thought, well, one day, one of them is just going to call it quit and then that will be hit. But each of those arguments, the next morning, as in they will be on the same bed. And I could not understand how you argue so much and then the next morning, both of you are on the bed and then you are talking together and then uh, you are saying, hey, you know, and all of those things. And so, so that was what I grew up with. So it was. So I learned something about conflict resolution in marriage. Mm-hmm. That no matter what happens, you must find a way to resolve it. And I think that was one of the lessons they also reiterated, you know, during the premarital counseling. Uh-huh. They don't don't sleep don't without sleep resolving it. Don't yeah. sleep on it. So so that that lesson, I learned it through practical example. So, and today my parents are still together. In fact, you know, you, you would think that, so at some point, uh, I think it was when I was 12 or 15 years, so they did a long way to me, so, they actually did, like, sort of wedding anniversary, but it was a big one. Like, they uh, they celebrated it and all of that. But you would never know that at home, <laughs> they would argue a lot. And then mm-hmm. the next morning. So, I, so, that was one thing I learned from practical. And which, you know, I mean, there's no way you would tell me that, ah, argument, con- that, that is my belief, you know. So, uh, like, uh, there are some conflict that is difficult. There might be, but I haven't, but I seen, haven't that. seen that you know, from my parents. And so, basically, I learned that when things are not going the way, you know, you want it to go, and each of you have grievances, just look for a way to say it and to settle it before you go to bed. So that was one lesson I learned from my parents. And then, you know, it's it's been helping me. Uh, but you asked about shock. Okay, anyways, let me just stop here. I think there will still be more questions, and then um, I can share more.